Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sean Salisbury joins us now. Sean, what did you think of Kyle Shanahan's performance last Sunday? You know, you know what blows my mind? And you guys know I, I hold Kyle in high regard. Why is it? I was thinking about like going back to when he was in Atlanta. Why is it that Kyle is the head coach? And I understand criticism. Every, every coach and quarterback and player, in particular the quarterback and coach normally on teams, take a lot of criticism and, and too much it, no doubt. But have you ever noticed, Dan, like, for instance, the Dan Quinn thing? Who was the head coach in Atlanta? Dan Quinn, right? Yep. Why is it that Kyle, I know he's a play caller and the head coach, but why is it that Kyle gets all the blame for Washington, for Atlanta and San Francisco, <laughs> but Dan Quinn doesn't shoulder any of the, dude, like Kyle did, don't play man or do play man when he went to Steve Wilkes. Why is it that Dan Quinn, it's like it was Kyle was the head coach. I'm fascinated by our selective criticism. So that's for another long conversation, like a four-hour one on my morning show. I, nice. I think Kyle is a brilliant The question does have to ask is what happens in the, in the second half of the fourth quarter? I didn't like, uh, and you can't pay attention to social media or what the media is saying about you as a coach. Oh, be more aggressive. They were aggressive. That elite had happened. They came out, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to go back and watch it for a third time. Did they throw six straight times coming out of the locker room? I think they did. I got close to it. But three and outs is the key to the game. I don't – I'm not in it to make the fans sitting in the 12th row happy. I'm just not. I thought Kyle called a good game. I thought he got out of what he does best. What he does best, and I would have put the ball in 23's hands even more than I already did. That being said, it's easy from my vantage point. He deserves blame. Everybody does golf and tennis. All right, we're gonna let, Sean. Sean, we're gonna try to reconnect with you, man, because we're getting like every uh, we're losing every third word, and uh, we value your words. I'd like them all. Yeah, I want them all. I'm an all or nothing guy. When and it comes I want to hear what he says in terms of he got away from doing, and he was about to say that Kyle got away from doing what he does best a little bit. And one thing that the caller said, and I want to ask Sean about this as well, is. Yeah, they were starting to stop the run in certain ways. Are there other approaches you could take to run the ball? Because I saw early in the game, you had check in the backfield, and you were going straight ahead inside the tackles, and you were gashing them. And it felt like yep. you got a little bit away from just straight-up power football, and I wonder if that's what Sean's talking about. Well, and I wonder about the adjustments. You know, Sean talks about going to see it for a third time. Like, I'm, I, I don't... I don't watch the Super Bowl three, four, five times. Super Bowl, but yeah, I I wonder, I wonder what Steve Spagnola was doing differently because um, they did they did have more success against Christian McCaffrey as a defense in the second half. All right, I think we got Sean back. Sean, good to have you. What like? Okay, I, I'd love to hear you complete that 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 kind of thought. Um, although 
One thing we keep bringing up in that third quarter when they did come out, they threw it six straight times, but that's also because prior to second down on the first drive, there was a false start. And then the next drive, the first down play was a minus eight. So it's like you're you're way behind the sticks. Does that kind of change the way you look at those play calls? No, I'm, I'm going because I have watched the game twice and I'm going to watch it a third time. I'm with you. Listen, one thing we always do is blame everything on the coach or the quarterback. There's a lot of other things going on. And I'm with you guys 100%. I was listening to your previous caller say this, talk about, it's, you know, players got to execute and they do. For instance, in a red zone, well, what in the world is going on? Chris Jones, listen, that'd be like when Lawrence Taylor, Reggie White, or one of these great players is sitting in the, in, in the defensive tackle position or on the edge and you decide to block everybody but him. Listen, when in doubt, block the best player on the planet on defense or one of the three or four best. I don't know. You give a free runner. If, Kai, if, if you can let Brock Purdy set his seat for just a split second more, that's a walk-in touchdown in the right flat. Well, things like that. that. That's not on Kyle Shanahan. It's on somebody screwing up at the line of scrimmage, not understanding. When in doubt, if you don't know what you're doing, block their best player, the inside guy. Don't worry about the guy further away from the line of scr- or further away from the quarterback. The quarterback will handle him. It would have been a touchdown. So there's that. We can go through a, a litany of things that happened. I thought Kyle called a, a good game. There was a, a, a stint in there. We talked about the six straight throws. You're right. Pre-snap penalties, which are inexcusable. And when a wide receiver jumps offside, inexcusable. It just is. We could talk about all the stuff. Wide receivers can't jump offsides or have a legal procedure when they're standing up staring at the ball. You just can't do it. If there's no excuse. I don't want to hear crowd noise. You're moving on movement. You're not going on, on – on uh, sound anyway for another day. But Kyle, for some reason, when it gets late, I don't think Kyle needed to prove to the world. And you're right, at third, third and 14, throw it. I get it. But on first and 15, I, I can also mix in some other things. I just think that at times he got away. I, I, I'm not blaming him for this loss. I'm, I'm just not. He's got a part in it. And he had players and coaches and Steve Wilkes and the defense and all the other things. But – I think what he, he got away with from what he would normally do. I don't consider first and 15 a passing down all the time or second and 12. I see McCaffrey get six or seven. Now we're third and five or a screen game or the quick game. That being said, execution, missed field goal, blocked field goal, or extra point, should I say, even though the kicker had a good game, letting the guy run free, pre-snap penalties, all those things, hey, you get an interception from Mahomes. You get it on their half of the field, boom, three and out. You can give me extra chances as the opposing quarterback. You cannot give Mahomes that many shots. Because the first three quarters or two and a half quarters, I thought Purdy played better than Mahomes. I did. And I'm thinking San Francisco's winning. And I, I've never, this is as hard as I've rooted for a guy and a team in over a decade, meaning the 49ers and Purdy and, and this game. But Kyle deserves blame. I get it. Steve Wilkes deserves some. The defense deserves some. Purdy, I know that sounds cliche, but Andy Reid never got away from doing what he always does. Stayed the course, and he's special at doing it. I think at times, because Mahomes is on the other sideline, the opposing team feels they got to keep up when they don't. And unfortunately, you know, it ended like it did, but uh, anybody that says it's just Kyle Shanahan's fault and he doesn't know what's going on is wrong, but it is fair to question why late in games and three Super Bowls as a coordinator and a head coach and a team 
that they're not able to close it out when they've got better players than the opposing team. That's fair, Sean, and I think it is too simplistic to just blame Kyle, but I've watched the game back now twice myself, but the one thing that stands out to me, and correct me if you see something different, but a lot more shotgun and a lot more empty formations for a guy who loves to run the football. It felt to me like they were signaling to Spagnola that they were going to throw the ball a lot more and not have that threat of CMC in the run game. Amen. That, that, that's such a, such a great point. And we were talking about that on Monday on my show, and I want to now that we're local here with you guys where the team was playing, it hits even harder. You are so right. Listen, what, and, and doesn't that kind of tie into what? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You and I are both talking about why do you think they do all that? A couple reasons. One, don't you think that the Mahomes factor has something to do with it. We got to get a bigger lead. We got to listen, I'll take a two score lead, one score. You're dangerous with Mahomes late, but if you capitalize on the one to the flat that Chris Jones came free, you got a chance. And I, I, I love this discussion because to me, you can do the same thing without going empty. I love the threat. I think back to USC and Texas in the national title game. When, when Vince Young had that big game at the Rose Bowl. Right. I was standing on the sidelines, and I'm thinking to my, on the final play on fourth down, I don't mind you giving it to Lindell White. Why isn't Reggie Bush in the game in the backfield exactly. or motioning out just to hold, the, just to give the defense some bandwidth thoughts? And so for me, I can do the same thing pre snap, post snap motion, which Kyle's as good as anybody at the league at multiple formations and motions and personnel groupings. I've, and you're telling. Guys, we've got to give credit to Spagnolo too, because that guy doesn't deviate from what he does. I mean, he knows how to create confusion. 
He's going to pressure you, and he's going to do it. It may be from different areas, but he's going to try to create confusion on the offensive line. And I, he didn't deviate from it. And to me, when you see Christian McCaffrey sitting in the backfield, you have to respect third and six run. I understand mixing it in, but that's not their specialty. I want to be in the gun. I want to be under center. I want to do both. But to me, like you would your great players, I know when we did, when we played against like Lawrence Taylor or Reggie White, every snap, he, when, and the entire week of practice, we were so focused. Where's he line up? Who's blocking him? How are we going to do it? And even when we didn't, he wasn't a threat on the play. It was going away. It still gave you a little bit of a headache or a little bit of thought. It used up space in your mind. And so I think at times you get people get too cute. Kyle's not, he's not immune to that. We all do. So yes, I am with you 100%. I think pre-snap formations gave Steve Spagnola because defense is audible and have checks too. I think he made it too easy to know the throw was coming or just a simple flag play action fake, flash it in there. And Kyle's smarter than I am at it, but from my vantage point, I would have got back to what I do. What they do is what got them to the Super Bowl, and I think the Mahomes factor helped them to deviate just enough to cause a loss in the end. Sean Salisbury with us here with it in Dibs 95-7 the game. What should Kyle Shanahan be looking for in his next defensive coordinator? A guy that he interviews and is on the same page as him. Now, I don't want to like, – I'm not there in the meetings with Steve Wilk. It was a hell of a regular season for, what, top three defense. I mean, they had a good season defensively. They weren't as effective in the postseason. And obviously, philosophical differences. Here's what I know. When I interview a guy, whether it's me or Kyle or anybody else that's coming into my job or what we do or any job, when he walks into that room and sits down and I'm interviewing him to be my coordinator, I want him to get up and teach me. You tell me what your philosophy is, and if it doesn't match what I'm doing, don't hire him, even if he's great. Because when, no matter how good a guy is, if it goes against your offensive philosophy and what you believe in, eventually it's going to come to a head faster than normal in one year's fast. So when I'm hiring him, and I may not even like, maybe I'm Kyle Shannon, I said I'd rather have a, a zone guy instead of a pressure guy or vice versa. But he's got to fit into what you like philosophically because philosophy, that'll get you into fights on the sideline. And before you know it, you're going to say, we can't do it anymore. So I want to know, I don't care about your personality. I don't give a rat's ass about where you come from. I don't care the color of your skin. I don't care about your previous places. I watch tape. So does Kyle. When you walk into my office, I need to know what your approach is. And I'm not going to tell you what my approach is as the head coach. You're going to tell me. I already know what my approach is. So when you come in and sit in my office, whether it's Jack Del Rio or Steve Wilkes or Bill Belichick, I want to, even though I've studied the tape and your defenses, I want to know after watching us as a 49ers team in offense and our personnel, tell me your philosophy. You teach me. And then I'll make the decision after I question and we go back and forth. But if you hire a guy because he had great stats and people come highly regarded, but philosophically he's different, whether it's under pressure or just when you're winning by 30, then, then, then I can't hire you. So my only question about that is when you sat him down to interview him, when D'Amico Ryan's left, why didn't we know there was philosophical differences before you ran him out there? You shouldn't have hired him if that's the way you felt. So to me, and I know you find out guys do different things under pressure. I am not hiring a guy. I don't want a yes man. I'm going to let him do his thing. 
But if he doesn't believe in what we're doing or he has his own way, then he needs to go coach his ass somewhere else, meaning the coordinator. Let him tell you what he does. You don't tell him what you want. Because I'm telling you guys, creatures, you think Steve Spagnola, if he left Andy Reid to go be the coordinator in Pittsburgh, you think he's all of a sudden going to change his DNA to fit Mike Tomlin? No, when pressure hits, you know what he's going to do? What he always does, what we all do, revert back to what got us successful in the first damn place. And if it doesn't match your philosophy, the coach will get fired. Both of them eventually. So find a guy who fits what you want, or a guy, if I'm a quarterback or a coach or a coordinator or head coach, I always want the guy who gives me the most fits. I want to interview a guy or hire a guy that makes it miserable on me as an offense to score on. That's my second trait. Other than that, good luck. But those are two things you must have when you're hiring a head coach. Yeah, and that's Steve Spagnola. I don't know if he's right, available, but, yeah, he's the right. guy who who gave Kyle right. Fitz. What did you make of his decision in overtime to take the ball? Had you thought about it before? And looking back at it now, do you think any differently about that approach? I, it's the same. Listen, I opening a game, listen, I, it happened. I, first off, I you can't go in. Your players not. I understand players should know, but that's a meeting you have at training camp. Hey guys, here's the rule change. And even if you didn't, before you go out for the coin toss, you got you got to let Fred know. You get you, we 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 win the toss. Defer in overtime. You just have to. Even if all of them didn't know, they that guy who goes out there for the coin toss has to know. And then you bring them all together and say, remember guys, we get a chance to match whether it's a touchdown or a field goal. That, that, it takes 30 seconds and, and that's it. That has to be done. That notwithstanding, for me, opening a game, this team scores what? Almost 60% of the time when they get the ball out of the locker room on the opening kickoff, they go down and score. Fine. There's not a lot of analytics like Kyle had mentioned. Well, analytics say that we should, that we should have, we, we get the ball, we go down for pressure. Mahomes is different. You, you don't treat that the same. And there's not many analytics to tell me, and I don't know one coach in this league. And if Kyle had to do it over again, there's no way in hell he takes the ball in overtime when you get a chance to match. That'd be like in a college game, Bill uh, Nick Saban saying, hey, we're playing Auburn to see who goes to the SEC championship game. Oh, we won the toss. Let's take the ball first. I don't know a coach in a league that would do it. And I know they said analytics deep down, my personal opinion is, they, they, they if Kyle – was thinking like he normally does as a brilliant mind, would have deferred. You have to defer. It's not an option. It is legally, I mean, by rights it's an option, but I don't like it. I wouldn't do it, especially if your defense rears their head. Like, they played a decent game, especially the first two and a half quarters. They're really actually better than decent. i got to know if I'm going to kick a field goal or score a touchdown because that changes the way I call plays especially when your kicker had just banged two, two over 50 yards. So, yes, he should have deferred. I'm sitting out here watching the game thinking, why are you taking the ball? I'm not in the game, and it's easier for me, I guess, because the pressure's not on me, but you cannot take the ball in overtime when both teams get a chance to, to possess the ball no matter a touchdown or a field goal. You absolutely cannot do that. So, you just can't. Yeah, Sean, the only, here are the two questions I have because this has also been stated. John Lynch said the defense was gassed. They didn't want to send him right back out on the field. And secondly, the comparison you made to college, the only difference there is if the two sides do both go out and match each other, 
then the rules change. In college, you okay, just continue, but, but the rule changes to sudden death. I mean, isn't that, it, that like, no. th- that's, yeah, th- that's, that's got to be a thing. You guys can't, there's no way, as much as, you know I love the 49ers, you know I love you guys, you know I love Kyle. You, 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 you're, you're, you, there's nothing you're going to do that's going to convince me that that was the right move. You, you guys, you, you don't have an argument. Oh, I'm not you trying to don't. convince you, I, but I think that those two points are at least fair things to enter they in fair. to the and discussion. They, they, yeah, listen, you guys know, I, I think you guys are awesome. You're exactly right. It's fair to discuss. Okay, let me ask you, what would you have done? Well, here's what I've said all week. If I had known that the Chiefs were going to go for two in a match situation, then I would have deferred. But if not, I still contend that if, let's say the Niners, uh, let's say the Niners defer and they hold the Chiefs to a field goal, and then the Chiefs hold the Niners to a field goal, and now it's sudden death, and yeah. Mah- and Mahomes gets the ball first. And they, yeah, and, they, and they cross the 50 and Butker hits from 62 and they're celebrating. I think Kyle gets ripped, Sean. Of course. No, no, not for, not for, he'll never get ripped for deferring. Never. Not in, not in overtime with the, now during uh, the regular season. I don't know. Regular, no, dude, let me tell you something. I, I hate to tell you, you, you are, there, you're not even anywhere even in the, in the playing field with this one. Okay. I get the argument where you're talking about what with the college and the NFL. Let me do that. You just gave me if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. If he kicks a 64 <laughs> no, yarder, but, no, if Sean goes for two. Sean. If Andy goes for two to end it, end it. it all, all these ifs, the bottom line, you don't know. So what you do, like a good gambler would or a good investor would, I need to know where my ROI is. My I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you, Sean. I don't disagree with you, Sean, but here's what I'm saying. And let this me is, finish. Well, let, no, let me but, finish. You asked me the question. Go ahead. Let me finish. Go ahead. Let, let, let me finish. No, say, listen, nobody, not, not, one 30, not, not one coach is thinking, well, if we kick a field goal and they kick a field goal to match, and then they get the ball back and Mahomes takes an 85 yards, and then they went for two on the No, 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 you can't think like that. Your job, number one job, is to put your team in the best position to succeed. Taking the ball first is not, especially with number 15. I got to know in my play calling, well, what's he doing? And that also tells me you don't trust your defense. I got to believe my defense is going to try to get a stop, maybe hold them to a field goal. I'm not worried about can Butker kick it from 70. I can't think like that. I got to think one possession each. What do we do? And I'm sure as hell not thinking, well, what if Kai, what, what if Andy goes for two to end it if we're tied or, or if they score a touchdown? Okay, I get it. But in this situation, you're not giving your team, we're, we're guys, we're trying to, we're trying to reinvent the wheel. There's not one coach of the 32 coaches in this league, not one would have taken the ball knowing if you know, both teams get a field goal or touchdown a chance to match. Well, there's you one. There's one. His name's Kyle, his, his, his name's Kyle Shanahan. What? I said there's one. His name's Kyle Shanahan. I and mean, well, he, hey, let, yeah. me, who, and then let me ask you this. Who's wearing the ring? Yeah, yeah. Not, not him. Boy. Not yeah. him. All I'm saying, Thank Sean, you. I'm not even disagreeing with you. I said if, if, if you're going to do that, I would commit to going for two, which is fine. Okay, then I'll. Then I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's total. That's totally fine. I'm just saying, if you if you if you gave Patrick the ball first in sudden death and you lose on a field goal, 
My contention is that the you would be publicly ripped the same way he's being ripped here. No, no. If Patrick goes down and scores and you defer, you're not going to be ripped for doing the right. Now, only an idiot would rip him for deferring. Well, they're de- no, no, no. You know who that idiot is? You know who those idiots are? <laughs> the same person on Twitter who rips you for deferring is going to rip you for not deferring. Right. You that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, dude, dude, so am I, as a coach, real quick, am I supposed to give a rat's ass what social media or getting ripped by the media thinks about my decision? That's why I get paid as head coach. Screw you. That's why you're in the stands, not you, but any of them. That's why I pay for a ticket, and Kyle's coaching them. He's smarter than we are. He's got the job. But and even on top of that, you're deferring. And we, we can never say, well, Patrick, Mahomes is an outlier. He'll make you do crazy-ass stuff all yep. over the place. Yep, yep. But, and the pressure hits. Well, it's Mahomes. It's pressure. What do we do? Listen, who do you trust? I mean, and you know I love Purdy. Who do you trust more happen to match? Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Right? Yeah. That over sure. So let's see what he brings. What if he goes drop pass, runs to Pacheco, they got a, punt, a third and eight, he throws one and hits the ground. Now they're punting on fourth and eight. Okay, great. Now you go down and you, you punt it back to him. Now it's sudden death. Now it's just football like we do in the street. And you just got to be smart and play. There's a lot of different branches to this. But, guys, we can question what he should and shouldn't have done play calling. But when it comes to this, there's not, there, there, there is no option. I love Kyle Shanahan. It was the wrong choice in overtime, which leads me deep down to believe that all the pomp and circumstance might have had them thinking that, it, that, that you didn't get a chance to match on a touchdown. There's a part of me deep down where people aren't talking about. There is no way – you take the ball in overtime. I don't give a rat's ass who the other quarterback is. You got to find out if your defense can get a stop and you can go score. There, you can't sell me on. There's nobody selling me on. It was the right thing to do to to take the ball and not defer. You can't do it, Sean. Now that the season is a full wrap, what's your takeaway on Brock Purdy and how that looks going forward, both for quarterback play and finances? You're under a rookie contract. He's a top five quarterback statistically and the way he performed in the league this year. Uh, if we're trying to compare him to Mahomes and pressure all that, then there's 31 others who are not going to live up to it. That includes Lamar Jackson, the two-time MVP, and everybody else. We get too caught up in the physical, how far can you throw it, how fast can you run. How about just the guy, how many plays do you make and do you win? And to my knowledge, over the last two years, very few quarterbacks have started their first two years, and I don't care that he's got talent. Baltimore has talent. Buffalo has talent. That's the name of the game. Try to get talent people around your quarterback. There's very few outliers like Mahomes or Brady that can win without having great players around them consistently. Brock Purdy's a starting quarterback. He's not average. He's not just a guy. Contrary to what some of those clowns on national media will have you believe, he's the starting quarterback. You don't need to go get somebody you can win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. You damn near should have won that one because he isn't the reason you got beat. But I can tell you this, he, having somebody else in there may very well be the reason. Brock Purdy showed that he belongs, and he did it for two straight years. Brock Purdy's your quarterback, and keep that roster together. And right now, they're my favorite to get back next year. If you were doing this 
like today, because actually, yep. um, uh, exactly twelve months from now they will be. Like yep. you, you hesitate forty mil, or 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 you 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 ride. Oh, he's not. I'm not. Listen, there's very few guys. There's very few guys in my mind that are. I wouldn't have paid Deshaun Watson what he got paid. Right. He's high. I mean, he's guarantee. No, no way. But I can tell you what. I'll. I, I trust Brock Purdy with the ball more in his hands in a pressure situation. He may not be as talented. But talent and quarterback are two different things. So for me, would I pay him forty million a year for five years and guarantee seventy-five percent of it? Absolutely not. He's not worth forty million yet. It's two years. But I'll tell you what: give me two more year or another year of this, and you got to say, listen, forget all the optics. We win with the guy, and we got a chance. So if you're telling me should he make more than Baker Mayfield, the answer is absolutely. <laughs> if you're telling me he right. should make more than Lamar Jackson, no, not yet. But on this, he's still got tied for another big one. If you're telling me is he worth twenty-five to thirty million dollars, considering what he's done results-wise, you damn right he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they may not have that luxury to yeah, we'll uh, you know to come low like that if yeah. he has another yeah, year yeah, like yeah. this. I mean, it, it, think about this league, guys. You're the. You're, I mean, you talk about return on investment with a seventh-round pick and the last pick of the draft. And I think the player just took, all you got to do is talk to the players that play with him. And you can get a great idea. I know you guys do. I'm talking to anybody of what they feel in a loss, not in a win. When you win a Super Bowl, go talk to them now. Is Brock Purdy your quarterback? You're going to find very few people in that locker room, in my opinion, that would say we got to find somebody else. He was not the reason. There was other reasons. My complete, yeah, yeah I think no we all doubt. agree with that. Sean, great stuff, man. Thanks for doing it. Uh, hey, I love you guys, and congratulations with all that. The Barrett Sports Media Awards, you guys deserve it. You guys are awesome, and congratulations on where you're ranked. And, and there's very few shows that are better, so way to go. Sean, Thank appreciate you, Sean. you man. Appreciate that. You're one of our favorites, okay. man. All right. Appreciate it. Okay, Thanks. great Good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Sean Salisbury. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.